What's up, guys? Welcome to the first ever episode 181 of the Kind of Funny Games cast. As always, I'm Tim Getty, joined by one of the coolest season video games, Greg Miller. Buongiorno, por favore. Oh! <laughs> so that where did you lose track? That was me on a gondola, but I couldn't. I didn't know gondola. how to do. I didn't know how to do like I was like pushing it down the the Venetian waterways, you know. But and I was gonna sing a a good old Italian song. Hold on, what's a gondola? It's like like the canoes with the giant stick. It's an automatic like gondola. Like, no, but. another gondola. Another, and, but also more used in America are like when you get into like uh, the Ferris wheel slash ski lift kind of like uh, things that carry you places. It's a gondola. I don't know any. I don't know any Italian songs. Mm. Do you know any? Mm. When the moon hits your eye. Oh, I know no, no, no. Andy Cortez, the number one video games journalist, is joining us today. I forgot. I was trying to memorize. I thought it was going to be an Italian Greedo for a second. No, I was trying to memorize everything you did, but. I, lo- I got you lost. You know what I mean? They call me the three-legged cat because no one knows where that cat's going to go. So when you try to re-mimic that tell. cat, you can't fucking do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Have you, have you or anyone you knew no, knew, <laughs> done 23 and me? No. The oh, thing the that, DNA thing? I don't believe yeah. it. You don't, what do you mean you don't believe in it? How can you not believe in it? It's just against what I believe in, dude. They they uh, hit us up today and we're like, hey, like, are you interested in trying our product? Maybe like we'll do a sponsorship oh, or something. Neat. And I'm like, hell yeah, I want to know. Like just give me all the I want to know all the deets. Yeah, I know how white am I? Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> let's fucking, fucking get like apparently there. you were born out of the San Francisco Bay. We can't figure it <laughs> we out. Just don't We've understand. never seen this before. It's, it's not yeah. twenty three in you. It's one in you. I'm kind of excited about it though. We'll have to see how that goes. Are, are you down? To are do we it? all doing it? It's a, whoever wants to do it. Can do I want to do it too. Okay, yeah. we're just putting our DNA out there. They're gonna sell this Let's, shit, dude. Here's the thing. Who though. are they gonna sell it to? Here, hold on, dude, hold on, hold on. you caught the Golden State Killer, right? Yeah, they caught the Golden State Killer because of twenty three and me. He. Did, or I don't know if he did one of those tests or if it was his like uh, relatives and that narrowed down like, oh. who it was. Here's mm. what I say we do though. Let's test them. We all do it great, but then we swab the inside of Portillo's cheek and see if it comes back. <laughs> this is a fucking dog. <laughs> like what? What kind this of is sh- a, this is a fox? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of we shit find are you guys trying like to pull? alternate history of Portillo? It's it turns like, out he's, he's been a man in a yeah. suit this entire time. <laughs> oh my god! god. Damn, <laughs> the jig is up. Uh, we have Joey Noel on the shock mic. She's going to be joining us for some fun little stuff coming up. Uh, stuff. For those that don't know, this is the Kind of Funny Games cast each and every week right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. We get together to talk about video games, all the things that we love about them. Did you think that it was the Game Over Great Show when you're getting ready to do the this table thing? No, I was just doing a fist raise. I was just doing the fist? Yeah. Okay. I don't know what Greg's doing, but I'm kind of... using the space. Use that space. Why do we have the space if we don't use it? We have the space thanks to all of you and your support on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. If you want to get this show early, you could be watching live for just $1 a month. You can watch four to five episodes, depending on how many weeks are in that month of the Kind of Funny Games cast. You can also just get the show early as a video and get the pre and post show. Was this pre-show great? Did it involve me putting way too many um, uh, cough drops in my mouth at once? Yeah. Was way too many, too? Yeah. You can watch that if you want. Then there'll be a post show. Uh, You get this show as an audio podcast by going to your favorite podcast service of choice and searching for the kind of funny games cast. I just, I don't have the rhythm for that. (laughs) We know that's not going to work. It doesn't require rhythm. Um, And speaking of Patreon, shout out to Tom Bach and Eric Heights. Eric Heights. Our two 
Patreon producers. Bakken Heights, they call it. The you Bakken know I mean? Heights connection. <laughs> Bakken Heights is after fucking Franklin and Bash, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. It's like kind of like Better Call Saul, where it's like a spinoff series to yeah. Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. But um, it's a Dell worker Bakken Heights. And Heights. <laughs> so we had a great pre-show before this. Yes, we did. Of course, if you support us on patreon.com slash kind of funny games, you can watch us record it live, get the pre-show. You can check out the video every Friday, get the pre-show and post-show for both of these things. Uh-huh. Uh, we warned the pre-show audience. Yes. That Joey Noel is going to come on eventually to talk a little bit uh-huh. about the one and only Madden uh-huh. and Longshot yes. and do that. And we will mute it then for the, them, right? Uh-huh. Do you think at any point should we also mute it for Andy Cortez to give you just the elevator pitch of Spider-Man? No. Because we're in a time warp. Can I just use it to promote, just promote Spider-Man then? Yes. We're in a time warp, of course. We're recording this on Wednesday. Thursday morning, a GameCast special goes live. Me and Andy Cortez, 1v1, talking about Spider-Man. Because Andy, number one games journalist, went to LA and played it. I heard Brian from Insomniac watched him play and was like, I can't believe how good this kid is. This is, this is why you're he the He was one really blown away, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Is any of that true? No. no. He, was he, like, was there. I, he was like, guys, we're going to there. Naples after this. We're going to Nepal. We're going to... To, uh, to like, all those cities, no he was like, I need you there with me to come mm-hmm. along just to show everybody yeah. how to play. You yeah. Know? Couldn't do it. Though. Yeah, couldn't do it. Anyways, yeah. so for people who are listening on Friday then or on Monday, wherever you get this. Go check out sources. that other Gamescast special, man. It's up YouTube. as a video. Com. It's up as audio. Ooh, wow. Give I understand Kevin options. was overwhelmed today mm-hmm. and somehow missed the fact that the last few days I've requested it to be audio. Mm-hmm. But Joey Noel come to Monast, I heard and fixed it all. Joey yeah. does that. I She's been known to do that. I also think Cool Greg might be trying to sabotage the business. What you got going on, Cool Greg? Why are you he's, he's walking away. He's got his headphones. He's, he's up to something. He's trying to. No, he's putting stuff in tubes. He's putting stuff in tubes. tubes. But before you get to the tubes, we're just going to jump right into it so we can get this segment over so if you're watching live, you can start listening to us again. Let's just jump we'll right back, into guys. it. But we're going we're gonna to mute you right now. Can we mute him, Cool Greg? Mute. Cool. Okay. You 100% sure we're muted? Cool Greg, don't fuck this up for us, man. It's like a red X now, right? Cool. Okay. Okay. Madden NFL 2019. Joey Noel on the shock mic. She's played long shot mode. Yeah. Let's clarify. I haven't played anything else well, in Madden. What I'd like to do, of Just course, is do a little bit of a walk here. Yeah. It's because last year they announced long shot. Of course, yes. it had the one and only Scott Porter. In well, it. before yes. we, it had we some go other guy. any further. Andy, can you give us the theme song? It's a long shot. It's, it's a long, long shot. Had Mahershala Ali as well. It did. So good. Oh, see, I'm making sure gosh. it's muted. I'm making sure it's muted. They say it's muted. They say it's muted. All right, Sorry to interrupt you. Okay, cool. Um, we, I, I was super stoked for it. I thought, what a cool thing. I started playing. I was like, this is really fucking good. Got you a code. Got yes. Andy a code. All three of us like, this is awesome. This had no business Some being motherfucking long shot. I'm just doing background sure, singing. Sure, sure. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Joey, so, did, did you, you didn't beat the first long shot. I finished it last night. Awesome, awesome. Because I realized that I didn't, I hadn't finished it. I was Perfect. like, oh. So it I had no business night. being as good as it was, as touching Correct. as it was, as Correct. pulling on your emotional heartstrings as it did. Six hours, four, maybe? six, yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, I did it in two nights. You know, cool. I mean, it's not. It wasn't bad. No, that's how I wanted to play it. It got Jen interested. She doesn't give a fine fuck about American football. Yeah. She was into it. And as I said, I think EA missed a big opportunity last year. They should have broken that out and put it up on its own. Yeah, and be like, 100%. hey, for ten bucks, get a long shot and play through the whole thing mm-hmm. and have a good time. Mm-hmm. However, leading into E3 this year, I made the prediction. One of my predictions that I lost on the Gamescast predictions was, in fact, that they were going to say, hey, guess what? You know, long shot two is coming. It's got this major star in it because it had yeah the guy from uh, House Cards, Moonlight, 
the, the bad guy from the good part of Luke Cage. Mahershala Ali. I, I never forget his name. Uh, and I was like, okay, I've been at E3, EA, or E3 this year. They announced it, and they didn't say a fucking word at, no, e, at E3 for EA. And I was like, ah, damn, it's not going to happen. Then, like two weeks ago, Scott Porter, Friday Night Lights, of course, yeah. he put up a thing of the in-game shot of him, and like, we're back with Longshot. And I'm like, oh my God, it exists. So you, exciting. You started to play it. How is it? I'm worried because they didn't promote it that it's not as good. Uh, so I'm like 40% through it. I like that they give you a little percentage thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like it. Okay. I like... I think this story is a little bit more interesting. Really? It's just outside of the competition. You get to know them like a little bit more as characters and okay. like what they're doing. What is what is the thrust? Because last time, of course, it was this guy who in Scott Porter's character who yeah. were trying to make it. They did the thing. They got on the field at the very end. It was kind of like a Rudy thing. They weren't like amazing. Yeah. No, Scott Porter's character was a wide receiver. Yeah, and he got on the field at the very end. But the main character was... I forget his name. Quarterback, right? The quarterback, yeah. yeah. Devin Wade. Yeah. Devin Wade, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And and it, it's he so, won the long shot reality show, right? But it didn't really end in an incredible way, did it? I feel like it. Like you could it, get different endings though. My That's true. I, mine ended that they finally got to play and they won something, but it it wasn't like they won the Super Bowl. It wasn't that kind of thing. It was just like, hey, we got to be on the field together, you know right? Yeah, yeah. 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 And, but it there was, was that re- there was that emotional moment of uh, you know the flashbacks of the father playing, and playing him, in the front yard, him yeah. uh, yeah. and him uh, trying to complete that pass at UT University. University of Texas Longhorns, you know. So you're enjoying it, Joey. Yeah, I like it a lot. Um, you get a little bit more history. So you go back to, I think, their high school stuff okay. is kind of more what you see instead of college. Um, so it, do you want, like, the elevator pitch of where you start out? Yeah, totally. Okay. Um, so at this point, Devin Wade has been drafted by the Cowboys. Yeah. So I was like, oh. That happened maybe. at the end of the first long shot. Oh, I feel like in mine it Oh, no, he didn't Did get he? drafted. No. Right? I don't think so. We were on the Cowboys, I thought, at the end. Anyways. Whatever. Yeah. Um, so he's there, and then Colt isn't playing at all. Um, so you get to see his storyline of, like, is he going to get called by somebody? Is he not? Yeah. Um, he's going through all of that. There are some musical numbers. Which Hell, are yeah, there are. They know what we Hell want. Yeah. They know what we want. Uh, yeah, Hell and yeah. so you get to go through his little character arc, and then the other guy is trying to get, like, actually on the active roster. Hmm. Seeing what happens, so I don't have it's just continuing his story of being the long shot and going to the NFL. Yeah. Does, do you need to play the first one to understand it? I would recommend it. Does I, it carry on your story from the first one? No. Mm. So, like, if I killed Rex in part one, Jesus. it doesn't save over to part two. Correct. Got it. Got it. Uh, it's so yeah. a long shot, Joey. Oh, how do you're you- right? There, this is why we're all arguing. There's different fucking endings. endings. That's what I thought. Gotcha. Because it can either be that. One of them, one or the other, get not drafted, was it? Or they both do, right? There's, like uh, there's a Legends ones? game. Right? Oh, yeah, I remember. I forgot about this. There's a Legends game, and then they go to Iraq or whatever. Yeah, they <laughs> like, yeah. Around, like, all weird. I could have sworn at the end of mine, you are you are expecting him to get drafted, go, and he does not. Devin and Colt's NFL futures vary based on the player's behavior in the Legends game. There are three possible endings related to the draft. Devin gets drafted by his favorite team, which the player picked earlier in the game, or Colts, or Colt, I'm sorry, gets drafted by Devin's favorite team's rival, and Devin is undrafted. That's, That's what happened like, to me. In the <laughs> former, the Devin Cowboys is selected in the seventh round, but Colt one. is not drafted. Devin tries to encourage him, but Colt tells him to enjoy the feeling. Devin leaves the house and shouts in glee before stopping to remember his childhood. In the undrafted ending, Colt is drafted in the sixth round, but apologizes to Devin out of disbelief. As the seventh round concludes, Devin is not drafted and leaves the house, where he vents his frustrations and sits on the porch. A flashback to his childhood days with his father take place, where Cutter tells him, while victory does not always occur, if one gives their best, 
they have the right oh, to feel like a winner. Chills. However, Dan calls Devin to announce two teams have expressed interest in signing him as an undrafted free right. agent. Mm. His favorite team and Colt's team. After telling Colt of his new team, the two celebrate. Yeah, I got the drafted ending. I got I got the undrafted one where Colt went to go play for the Redskins because I picked the Cowboys as my favorite team. And so Colt went to go play the Redskins, and then they came out and were like, hey, there's two teams. The draft is over, but there's still two teams wanting to sign you as an undrafted free agent. Who do you want to go to, the Cowboys or the Redskins? It's like, oh, do I want to go play with Colt or do I want to go play with my favorite team? Yeah. Went to the Cowboys, man. Come on. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Fuck friends. Jesus. Who's a Redskins fan? Mia Khalifa, right? Damn, yeah. shots fired. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really good. I really like it. I'm Same gonna... kind of thing of like mini games of like doing the right routes. and do... Yeah, okay. exactly. Which is my least favorite part. And this is going to sound like the dumbest thing, but like there's way too much actual Madden stuff. Like I just want the story. I don't care about the actual yeah, yeah, Madden yeah. football. Joey, part. how do you feel that they've improved the edge rushing in four, three defenses compared to last year? Cause last year was a little oh, bit man. lacking. No. Have you noticed are the know. defensive ends pinching the way they should be? I don't right. know that I've played enough to really speak to that, sure, but you okay. know, I'm going to put it. some time in. You're, you play like, more you know. of a secondary character. Like yeah. you're, you're out there hawking the wider series. I see it. Yeah, I see yeah, yeah. ball Hawks. Ball Hawks, dude. Ball Hawk. Yeah, I used to scream that when Madden introduced that because you like hit triangle and he would like heat seek to oh, it. Oh yeah, Bobby would get so mad at me. Remember, remember, fight for the fumble. Yeah, the worst feature. Sure, they well, I mean, every year, hey, you got nine months to make a game. Let's toss in a few things. Let's well, sure. something in there. Yeah, I, I hated that feature. But you year. like it? It's good. Yeah. All right, cool. I'm looking forward to playing. Does this mean that we finally got Scott Porter on the show? I mean, well, as usual, it's the same thing where you talk to people about it, yeah. and then they're into it, and then we never follow up. And then Greg calls them out publicly on Twitter <laughs> <laughs> for dodging them. Hold Greg, on, we're Greg in a text Scott Porter right now. But really, all it makes me want is like a full blown like Friday Night Lights game. It's a fucking long shot. a long shot. Thank you, Joey. You're Thank welcome. you very much. Let us bring you to SF for the. Can okay. we go can we bring the audio back? Oh, yeah, yeah. For the shows. We can bring the audio back, cool, Greg. Back. Thank you very much for your cha- patient, pa- oh, patience, ladies Christ. and gentlemen. It's been, <sighs> we've been recording a lot of party yeah. modes today. That's not true. We were supposed to record a lot of party modes today. We recorded. We still a did a couple. We have one more after yeah. this. We did, we did two. Oh, I had too. bad news though. When we were back there, it turns out all the Mario Tennis is burned, and so we can only play Fortnite again. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mario man. Tennis is burned. All the Mario Tennis is burned. Burns. Selling very well. Over a million already. Mario Tennis. Mario Tennis Aces. Yeah, with Games Daily gone, we didn't get to talk about all the Nintendo numbers. I missed them. Nintendo didn't coming through. A lot of sales. Yeah. A lot of things. The happening. NES Classic. I saw number that. One number one thing console? in June. 2918. Wow. People That's love that. Unbelievable, crap. dude. Yeah. Yeah. Wait till they get that. But it came out like last year. <laughs> That's a thing. Like it's well, not they the just re released it. Uh, I Wait thought it was like, Wait oh, till we the found some extra. Out there. All right. You're right. <laughs> That's when you'll see real numbers. I think, fucking I think I saw no, one already at like CVS. Yeah, like Walgreens. When you walk through Walgreens, it's like, got 180 games. Sonic's on it. And it's like fucking all these weird. It's an old N64 mold controller. God. Remember that shit you'd see? You know the only thing worse than that 64 controller? What's that? The Sega Saturn controller. I hated that thing. I don't, it didn't even leave. I had a Saturn and played a lot of Saturn games. It doesn't even have an impression mm. on me in terms of what and it was. Uh, you know but what? Think of all the three armed people that had a great time with the 64 controller. Yeah. yeah. They did. Come on. Yeah, they were co-op. Original couch co-op. Yeah. Quit fucking. Grab my nub, little guy. Let's go. That's what I would say to the little guy that was with me. <laughs> 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 to the little guy with you. The little dude just hanging out. Good Lord. Andy, uh, last week you came on and talked about Hollow Knight a little bit. You got any yeah. updates for me on that, baby? No, I don't. I'm having a hard time talking to you. You are, sorry. man. What I'm really is, sorry. It's just a podcast reunion. Yeah. What is going on? Uh, I moved on a little bit more in the world, and I took out one of the bosses, and you're just killing it. Still no deaths at all. Haven't even got close to dying once. Um, that's a joke? That's a joke. Okay, yeah. sorry. Just making sure I understood. But no, I haven't even died once, though. Okay. Uh, 
so not a really a whole lot of updates on Hollow Knight. I mean, it's it's getting more and more interesting. It's getting more and more challenging. Uh, you're starting to see where um, there was a certain enemy that I didn't have a power to kill, but now I have it. So it's like I'm seeking out all of those that I saw earlier in the world. Mm. Um, and then I played some uh, some Halo 5 Shoddy Snipers mode. Shoddy Ooh. Snipers is back. Um, it's one of their sort of seasonal things that they offer every once in a while. They say, hey, come play this Halo 3 playlist where it's all the Halo 3 levels. All things you remember levels. and love. Yeah, exactly. But, but right now it's shoddy snipes where nobody has shields. It's just one shot, one you know, one kill. And I'll tell you what, for all the basketball nerds out there, they'll yeah. understand this reference. I am the J.R. Smith of shoddy snipes. Wow. Where I'm either, I I'm either 17 and 4 or I'm fucking Born 3 and 17. 18, dude. And it's just so, so embarrassing. I'm either the hottest dude on the field. Mm-hmm. And the next game, I'm just like, what is going on? Yeah, I can't get it But together. a lot of the levels are Halo 3 levels. And I remember them enough, but there's still so many sight lines that you just don't know. Like, anytime I would spawn, I'm like, all right, I see two open areas here. This should be it. Nope, there's a hole, like, right here that I got shot, you know? Mm. It's just a pain in the ass, but it's it's a lot of fun, man. Played with my brother and my friend Frank, so uh, yeah, we killed it last night. Hell yeah, we killed it! Congratulations, it's I'm fun. Proud of you. Mm, thanks, and yeah. a lot of Fortnite, of course. Yeah, Fortnite. Yeah. Speaking of Fortnite, what a what a great segue there, Andy. It's the next thing we're talking about. Fantastic. We just played Fortnite. Yeah, what did you? Bit. I'm more interested in what you thought of Fortnite because you don't play. A, Fortnite you, is awesome, and like I, there is a very satisfying feeling once you understand even the basics of the building, just yeah. to like kind of like. I make a ramp because like, you guys are obviously so much better than me, and I was playing with you two and Nick. Um, but I never felt that far off yeah. from everybody. It was like at least I could kind of keep up. I'm not good at first person shooters. I'm not good at third person shooters. So it's like once I had to get engaged with anybody, it was yeah, like yeah, yeah. Eh, I got a kill. Felt good about I'd that. Say I beg a differ. Everybody who's watching this probably watched the Halo party mode that we did, where Tim tore it up. Yeah, Tim killed tore me. Several times, and I thought I was going to sweep that whole day. You didn't know, and you you had a, a different idea. There. A lot of luck there. You had a different idea, uh, but no Fortnite. It's like I love the idea of the battle royale games, and I had a great time with PUBG. But it's like one of those things. I I'm not the type of person that's going to invest all this time into getting good at at these these games. But even the little I played Fortnite, I'm like I love how much you guys know about it. Uh, when it's like when we're in the the fucking bus, and it's like. Even Nick knows when you call out salty shores or whatever, he doesn't need to pull up a map and whatever. He knows exactly where that is. Yeah. And it's like, that's good game design, man. It's like when you come up with these like identifiable things to be able to call out and and for people to know, and especially idiots like Nick, like real talk, jokes aside, Nick is not he's that a type of gamer. Moron. And he's a fucking moron. <laughs> I've seen him put his shoes on his hands and go, whoa! <laughs> I saw him. He got too. so mad. Yeah. I saw it too. Uh, but seeing him get into it and like know what's going on yeah. and actually be Dude, good at it, it's cool. I know that there's a, a subsect of the internet in general that's just like, I'm so over Fortnite. And I get it, but... Oh, I totally get it. It is <laughs> such a phenomenon in this office in a way... With us, I've never seen a game beat. Where, yeah, we all liked cart, sure. And we like there's strata of different cart players, but for not having played with Kevin in probably a week, and then on Monday morning, we were early, and it was like, okay, let's jump in there. And like finishing those matches, like, dude, you're good now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's market improvement. And the same thing with Nick, where Nick started playing and having fun with you, you know, Nitro Rifle on your Twitch streams, and having fun and being goofball. But now he is legitimately into it and legitimately knows the difference between weapons and is answering questions for you and explaining things to you on how to do. And it's just, I know that sounds like whatever, but it's 
a level of into a video game I rarely see from Kevin, let alone from Nick, where I never Nick saw. Nick got got, man. He bought that Venom suit or whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah, he bought a Vortex. Vortex. Yeah. Vertex. But it was yeah. all it took, right? Of like, hey, oh, man, for this party mode, dude, that's stupid. Then he just buys a whole bunch of yeah, stuff. Yeah, we because we, we played a mode for a party mode coming up called uh, Protect the President, which kind of swept over the internet earlier this month. Um, or no, I, no, I think it was July, actually. Um, but different sort of streamers created a mode similar to how people would make zombies in Halo. Halo. Yeah. So Protect the President is essentially there's one person on your group who can only wield a weapon, can only wield a pistol, and can only have bandages or and shields. shield and all this stuff. He cannot have, he or she cannot have any other weapon besides a pistol. And the other three people have to protect them. So we did that, and Tim was the president because Tim knows the least about the game. So we we're like, all right, you'll be the president. We have to protect you. And I think it it's such a statement for a game where, again, someone like Nick is this into it and yeah. and is able to understand the systems as well as he does. I think that's like, I think that should be on their fucking box art. Like Nick understands this game and yeah. like wants to play <laughs> it and and learn more. You know, mm-hmm. I do find my fever for Fortnite's broken finally. Where I still love it and want to play it, and you guys are like, let's jump in. I'm like, oh, totally, let's jump in. But the past few weeks, it's been behind the eyes. Like, fuck, can we get whatever we're doing done? Can I get home? Can I just fucking play? And like, I like the last two nights, I've just read comics. Like, it's been like that thing of like, okay, cool. Like, I still want to play, and I'm going to play more and hang out and do everything. But I'm not where I was of like, I need to be playing this every fucking second of the day. Oh, I've I've been fucking itching for it because. I've I'm gonna be taking five days off after RTX. Yeah. So I'm having to prep these party modes early. Yeah. So a lot of my nights have just been editing, and it's like, oh, mm, I'll, I'll, play the game. Yeah. Like, and I'll get a text from Barrett like, yo, you want to run duos? Like, oh, I I really shouldn't, but I, I you know maybe in a bit, and I just yeah. never get to it. So I think part of it playing for me, today was a blast. It's it's that we're starting the dam is starting to crack and break for the rest of the year. Exactly. Of where it's like you know I got my Overcooked Two code on Switch and put it on there. I'm like sure. But I want to platinum it, and then that just that code just wrote in for PlayStation Four, and it's like going to RTX. But when I get back that, and then Octopath for a while was, you know, I, basically if I was at home, or if I was to Wi-Fi, I'm playing Fortnite, and if I'm not, I'm playing Octopath. Octopath was, you know, eating up so much time as well, and then got everybody to Chapter Two now in Octopath, and discovered as I was telling you last night at dinner, right, like. Cool, you know, Primrose is level 22, uh, the, the other guy on the team is 21, whatever. Okay, let's do this mission that's 21, level 21. And as I'm going through the dungeon, I'm like, man, these guys are harder. They're hitting harder than most other people have. And then to get to the boss and just get obliterated. And then I look down and like my other guy is like, you know, 12 and uh, Tressa is like 13. And I'm like, oh, Dude. fuck. And I Googled like, where to grind? grind where time. to grind in Octopath? And like, beca- and like I was reading the Polygon article. It's like, you know, it is a traditional JRPG, which means lots of grinding. And it's like... Okay, like that's that's you're at that point in it, <laughs> and that's the thing where it's like I'm it's we're going you know tomorrow we're on a plane to RTX, and I totally intend if I don't fall asleep immediately to play Octopath the whole way, and I like I bought that or didn't buy it, uh, the um, anchor sent us that batter two battery packs right that are the one they've designed now for Switch or that are labeled for Switches, and mm. one's ten hours and one fifteen hours. The fifteen hours totally already in my bag for prepping mentally for London. Yeah. Like I totally intend those flights and everything to be Octopath, but I don't think. It's going to be a game that maybe chases me as it was already chasing me like, oh, fuck, I, I was actually enjoying my bus rides to and from work because I was yeah. playing it. And I'm going to keep playing it there, but I'm not as like, oh, fuck, I got to play that. Speaking of the little power charger thing from Anchor, I want yeah. to talk about the 8-bit dough controller that I keep mm. raving about on this show. Uh, the, I got the Super Nintendo one, the SN30 Pro, I think is what it's called. And I fucking love the things yeah. what I, I use as my pro controller whenever I play. Uh, I bricked mine which was not fun. You bricked this controller. I bricked the controller. 
Uh, it's USB-C, but the and I'm not a fucking scientist. I don't know about you. Don't have a business degree. You don't have a science degree. You're shit. not a scientific rocket. Uh, but the the USB-C cord that it comes with, I assumed I'd be fine to like trade it out for like the Nintendo Switch USB-C or just other USB-C things I have. I plugged it into one of my anchor um, power core battery things, yeah. not the officially Nintendo licensed one. Uh, and it just straight up bricked the thing. They like uh, it just wouldn't turn what? on. Uh, no, I didn't notice, but I just saw the lights weren't turning on. Mm. And then I went to, to use it. I was like, oh, fuck. It was like an immediate thing. If it yeah. just not, didn't work anymore. Too much amperage I, or whatever. Yeah. Then I looked it up online. And apparently, it's a common problem. Uh, and it just sucks because USB, the U stands for universal. So it's like, yeah. Fi- what do the S and the B stand for? Serial bus. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, bro. Shit. Best buy for fuck life, yeah. dude. Fuck yeah. That's fine, though. Fun. S- store uh, 204, best damn store. 691, everything but and fun. Or... Uh, all things fun. Six nine one. We got, it, every store had their Texas? own things. Uh, Six nine one was Georgetown, Texas. Two hundred four gotcha. was uh, West Austin. Gotcha. Two hundred four, best damn store. Are we going to Pluckers this weekend? Oh my God! Yes. Yeah, that's what I want to hear. Pluckers via three one three via three motherfucking one three. I don't know what that is. It's this pizza place. Oh my God, and dude! It's like square pizzas. Yeah, they're good as fuck. Okay. Oh my God, Greg. Okay. Yeah. Oh man. All right. Yeah, I'm excited, getting excited, we guys. We got a taco deli. I've still oh taco deli. Oh, we have to. Yeah. We have to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. Maybe Saturday. Okay. The like schedule's all- very packed. I was gonna say all we is is a usual Austin trip. All we're gonna do is eat on it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how this all goes. But yeah, no, I'm really bummed about it because I love the controller so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. So what did so you do? Uh, I bought a new one. Okay. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> I, I do really like. Was it there like a warranty like, or anything you can? Uh, no, on? so a bit though. Like it's through resellers and shit, so mm. it's like you'd have to deal with their stuff. Okay. They're being really shady about. So it. you just learned a lesson. Honest, learn a lesson. Um, I guess I didn't learn shit because I bought another one, but I learned what. Not, well, now you know what not exactly. to do. And you, you share the information with the people you even encouraged so yeah, to buy the controller. Don't do that thing. I bought some Joy Cons yesterday off of eBay. They are. <laughs> I'm very excited about them. Yeah, tell me about them. Describe <laughs> to me. <laughs> they are. Um, crystal watermelon. So you know, so everybody like everybody, the old school. Like I can see through it. Yeah, everybody has you. like the the see through purple ones or the yeah, see through yeah. blue ones. These are like kind of pinkish reddish, oh. uh, and they have the the colored face buttons, the A B X Y, um, red, blue, yellow, green, similar to the sixty four. Um, and the left Joy Con has the D pad, which is what the reason why I wanted to buy. I wanted Joy-Cons with a D-pad. I was tired of not having one. Tired of using the four face buttons or mm. just the stick doesn't always feel great. Um, so I'm getting that D-pad. I should be getting it pretty soon. It just, it, it looks cool as shit. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, there's, and it was not terribly, terribly priced. I think they're like, what, 80 bucks for a standard Joy-Cons set? 70? 70, 80? I think, isn't it? It was 80, I thought, for the Joy-Con or for the Pro the Pro, Oh, the Pro is 80, yeah. Maybe the Joy-Cons are like 60 or 70 or something like that. Pro's not 80. Uh, Target's selling them for 80 bucks. 80 bucks, mm-hmm. gotcha. eBay's selling them for 55. Yeah, so I got these for, I think, 95 and then with the shipping and all that or whatever. Um, yeah, so I'm really excited about them. I can't wait to, to use them. Yeah. I just fucking love the Switch and I love all its accessories yeah. and how easy it is to just like have different Joy Cons and like fucking. You were showing me colorwear stuff. stuff today, or you mentioned it and I went and looked at their stuff. I'm like, I need to fuck. I'm like, no, I don't. I don't need more Joy Cons. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't need to do this. I always talk about this, but like Nintendo just did the best thing and worst thing ever for me, which is they gave me exactly what I'd want mm-hmm. right out of the oh, box the with stuff, the, yeah. the blue ones. I'm like, yeah. they're literally perfect tin blue. Yeah. Where I'm like, ah, well, I, I want was, new ones now just because I'm a fucking baby. I was yeah. so close to buying to, to instead of going for the the only reason I wanted these was because of the D-pad. But I saw somebody was selling a set of the left and right hot pink. Mm-hmm. 
no D-pad though, but mm. it was like 65 bucks for somebody took the left one from the American version and the right one from the uh, UK, Asia, uh, Europe yeah, version. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and so is selling it as a pair on eBay, and it's just it's so fucking tempting. But I don't need it, but I want it so bad. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the story of who we all are and how this all works, right? Like, I was so excited at Comic Con when I came off stage at Hall H, and they're like, "The Spider-Man PlayStation 4 Pro pre-orders are up," and I'm like, "Fuck yes, pre-ordered!" And then it's just like, "Why did I pre-order this?" Yeah. Like I it's have a, a it's a sexy ass PlayStation. Oh, you 4 have Pro. a Pro already. Yeah. But I, I but, want this. But Jen one. doesn't have one. Exactly. That's the thing. And I'm, exactly. I, Kevin was talking about how he wants to set up the desks now, you know, and have like all the systems at everybody's desks so mm-hmm. we can just do this. And I'm like, if that would happen, that'd be perfect because I can keep my PlayStation 4 Pro yep. and then just cut myself a check from the company for part of the money mm-hmm. for the pro, for the PlayStation 4 I'm putting here. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And there you go. Then it just makes sense. Because if I knock 100 or two, 150 bucks off it, then I feel great. You know what I mean? I feel like I'd, I'd Oh, you got a good, something. yeah, a good discount. Yeah. A little trade in value. But I haven't had the heart to cancel it because I talked such shit that I wanted it and I'd pay for it. And now yeah. that it's here, it's like, I fucking think it's a beautiful system. And it's like, I just don't know. I don't know. I, I did like the fan recreations of that pro. Did you see them sort of going around the internet? No. Some people, when that oh. when that Spider Man pro came out, there was a lot of people who. They wanted the blue on Like it. designers who implemented different colors and kind of fucked around with their own schemes. And sure. I love when people do that. Yeah. And a lot of them are like, there was oh, a there was that so, fake so cool. that had been circulating for a few months that people were like, "Is this the real pro? This would be a cool pro." And it was similar to what they've released, but it did have the blue in there and stuff. You should pay eight hundred bucks for a Colorware PS4 Pro. No, I think they're like nine hundred, but they do the uh, the PS2 version oh. where it's all black oh. and it says PS4 in that blue That's sort of hot. green That's gradient. Yeah, 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 it looks so great. Yeah, yeah I, I go on Colorware every once in a while and just kind of like fuck around with the products and I go start going through and. That shit gets expensive. It's like when you build so your fast. car. It's yeah. like it's like oh, it's not that bad. Yeah. And then you start adding all the things. It's like oh, do you want to do the back as well? Do you want to yeah. do the buttons? I'm like yeah, I do. In the of dream course. world, you know what I mean. We finally, I guess, I, I I'm digging in the backyard and I find a fucking gold brick and I'm able to buy a house in San Francisco, right? Mm-hmm. And when that happens, you what need I 84 do, gold bricks. I know, right? <laughs> I want to mount the TV on the wall and then do the thing you see on Reddit all the time, where people have the systems mounted as well, and then like oh, the cool, yeah. the cool like stylized cords going mm-hmm. to the systems and shit, or the colors. Behind the TV, yeah, of course the the hue lights. Yeah, shout it's out to stick with me, stick with me. This is gonna take a second. Uh, the Chasm, Rose, Chasm, the old game from Freema. Yeah, who when they put that out on Xbox One sent us hue lights. Yes, along with the thing that we never use that sat in the old studio forever. Kevin has them now. Is that where they are? I never even know where they went. They just the fell off lights? the truck here. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, they, they were here for like two years. Exactly. I'm not. Kevin took them home like last month and he right. set them up. And uh, I'm sure Paul loves Paul that. Fucking I was crazy say. because oh. how much do you think? He's like, "Hey Google, uh, make the lights blue. Hey Google, make the lights green." It's just like, can you just imagine Paul? I was gonna say on a day to day basis, how often do you think Paul looks up. at the window like I could just jump out now, <laughs> and I would survive the fall and be able to run? Like I'd be able to run. You know what I mean? Like how far could I run with this injury? Yeah, right? yeah exactly. <laughs> could I get to the Bart train to get to the airport to get out of here? <laughs> I don't know if she ever actively thinks about it, yeah. but it's yeah, like, yeah. how? Oh, let me flip. How often do you think she looks at the window and she's like, with the right leverage, I could throw him out it. <laughs> <laughs> I need a good angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta yeah. catch him off guard. I gotta use yeah. my legs. You know Kevin's gonna fight. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. God. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, yeah, it's it's funny though. The Switch makes me want the shit that I yeah. don't need so uh, totally. much. Because it's such a way. beautiful stylized thing. I'm like, remember when I got those uh, 
the neon yellow ones that came with arms. Nintendo yeah. sent me those. And I was like, that, I remember photos, that seems stupid. And when I popped them on mine, I was like, fuck, these are hot. hot. And everybody liked them. And then when Mario dropped, and I was like, fuck, I like those red ones more. I was like, Gen Uni drone switch and bought it and then switched it out, yeah. right? And then even now, though, it's like, man, yeah, uh, the SNES ones look dope. And like, so yeah, I, I still love your blue ones. I'm like, fuck. And I never cared about the Joy-Cons or how they looked until I bought that, the, the officially licensed sort of grip that they that oh, Nintendo yeah, yeah, sells yeah. where it wraps around the whole back of the switch and the joy cons and it it has these little like pieces of plastic that jut out to, to sort Maybe of more like a control to emulate handles yeah and because I never played handheld because of that because I hated playing with just just the way the they felt it just felt ugly like I couldn't get a good grip on it it would always hurt my hands my hands would cramp but with this new thing it feels great to hold and now it's like because of that I was like oh this makes me actually enjoy playing on handheld. When I play, when I was on that flight, I was playing Hollow Knight the whole time in handheld. Mm. When normally I would have brought down like the thing, thing, put the stand up pro, pro controller. controller. Dude, that's the way to live. It's a great, it's a great setup. Don't get me wrong, but I, 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 there is something so awesome about how it feels in your hand. I love handheld mode, man. It's like I have all my complaints about the tiny buttons and all that shit. But it's just like I, there's something about having the screen that close to me that just feels right. Like maybe it's just like how much I spent time on the game boy and psp and everything but yeah. it's just like ideally i would love dual shock 4 to be cut in half that you can just put on the sides of the switch yeah, 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 of course, yeah, yeah, of course. oh my god that'd be perfect the uh, um i i do run into a problem though with just my neck with looking down at, yeah. at a screen well that's so what i was trying to do like the armrest have it in front of my face but the thing that i bought that i had put on the internet several uh several months ago was a um Sort of a little stand for the switch. Yeah. But what I do is that I, I put it into the front where the little manuals are yeah, in yeah. front of your seat in the in the airplane, and I just have the switch like at eye level. Yeah. Pair has something like the that too. best setup ever. I've seen Pair put it up. I think Pair maybe even Altano, but they have a thing where it's like yeah a sleeve they put it in and they can wrap it on like the t- screen of a Virgin America thing and then just play that way. It's yeah. so but for awesome. me it's like when we, you finally hit cruising out, so you just like. Bing! And it's yeah, like, let's go. drop the Table thing, down. do this thing, slouch in my chair, and just, oh, fuck, yeah. Fucking I don't care how many hours go. I'm on this thing. You know what I mean? I just wish I could, like, I, I want a device where it's, like, around my neck, and it's just, like, a little stand. Sure. Because I just want to look up at sure. it. Sure. My, my neck hurts so it. bad. I, yeah. I, we, Kevin can, have, Kevin that can, make something, right? can have that ready for you tomorrow for this trip. Okay. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Get, yeah. get me sized up and everything. Sure. No, he'll, it don't, it'll, be, it'll be one size fits all. This is going to be a toilet seat turned the other way, and, like, you lift the lids lifted, and you just rest it there. Uh, I When my 8-Bitto controller died, I still had, like, a whole flight, and I, I was playing Mario Kart. Oh. Um, but I didn't have my pro controller, I didn't have anything, so I had to use the Joy-Cons. But I already had it set up on a little tabletop. I'm like, I'm going to try doing this shit Wii style. And I popped those things off, and I was just fucking playing. And I just got super comfortable in one of those like awkward-ass Yeah, yeah like leaned up against the wall. And I was kind of just, my arms were crossed, and I was just playing. I'm like, this is fucking awesome. Like It reminds yeah. me of when controllers like first went wireless. Like the, the Wavebird for me, uh, I think, was my first wireless controller. And I just remember being able to be at home... Straight up Obi Wan Kenobi style on a blanket, like yeah, totally yeah, wrapped yeah. up, and just having the controller on the inside playing and being like, "This is the fucking future, yeah. dog." That's how I felt. I, I forgot what plane I was, what flight I was taking, but I was playing that game Blossom Tales, that sort of Zelda ish. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the first time where I think my pro controller was dead because the thing just lives forever. You never expect it to die. Yeah, 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 <laughs> but yeah. I think I had been playing it for like several weeks straight, and it finally died. And so what I did was like I had that setup where I had the switch still in front of me, but just with my hands just 
sort of sprawled out to the side because there was really there was nobody yeah. on my right side, and I was just like two Joy Cons in each hand. I was like, this is awesome, this is man. Life, it feels man. so good, yeah. And then I saw your your Waterfield case, and I always get jealous right. of that thing because I'm just like, oh, it's so nice. SFBags.com. Like, I, I one of those, yeah. And like they've always done such great products, and I I always look at the. The, they have two. They have the one that you have that's a little like, slip case, and then there's the bigger one. The, um, I have the bigger one. Kevin has a slip case. Got it. Okay, cool. Well, I was looking at Kevin's today, and I, I, as nice as it looks, I don't like the amount of protection it has. Really? Like, yeah, because I feel like the analog sticks are too... Oh, you're saying there's not enough protection in the slip case. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah. It's just like I I have the officially licensed Nintendo one that was like $10 or whatever when yeah, it just yeah. came out, and it's kind of perfect. Like It's so sleek, and there's room for 10 game cards, which... Sure. Most yeah. of my games are digital. It's anyways, so hard to go back and pick another one up though, because I use the bigger one, right? That's that the one I use for my Vita version. But then, like, like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, where they blew it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's just bigger that, and it's got so much padding in there. I feel like that thing's so safe. Yeah. And when I'll pick up Jen's, she's using the uh, Mario Odyssey bundle, that red case there that has the zipper on it, or even Nick's. I pick like because Nick left his. Or I, we were using him at Comic Con. He took off. You guys took off early, so I still had his. And like putting that in my bag, I'm just like. Oh my god, this thing feels so not protected. Whereas mine, I feel like I don't. Even, I put it in the bag and don't even worry about if the bag rolls or anything because there's so much protection in there. Yeah, it's got like, all my cards in there. The wow. Nintendo one I use has like light padding on on both sides. Yeah, yeah. I think so I have the same one you it, do. It kind of holds the analog sticks in place, but if you clicked on it, you can hear the clicks of the analog sure. sticks. So I'm like, it's good enough, but like, like I don't need this thing to be a fucking fortress. No, I mean, yeah. you know? I just toss it in my backpack and it's good to go. But I've looked at yours in the blue leather so often where I'm like, but I want it. Yeah. It's just so beautiful. Do you remember how hard it was to find a fucking case at launch? It was impossible, dude. I pre-ordered that shit day one. Yeah, that's something that I should have done, and I just never considered it. And then when the day was coming, I was like, oh, I should probably get a case. Where do I get a fucking case at? And I, I, no joke, when I was still living in Austin, and I drove to like six different GameStops, which is... Just not something I do, but I was just so <laughs> desperate, and like I just I don't drive around like shopping in Austin like it's just totally out of out of character. But I went to like six different GameStops and three different Best Buys, and I was so fucking frustrated because and, oh, and GameStop does a thing where they they have the fucking boxes there, but they don't tell you that they're sold out. They're just like the display boxes. Yeah, and so it reminded me of when I guess there's like. I can't remember what stores do it, but I, I'm assuming, oh, I get this box and I take it to the cashier and say, hey, yep, 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 yep. I'd like to take one of these. And he's like, oh, those are just the boxes we don't have. I'm like, well, what? Yeah, take down the box. What system is it? Where What, what store does, has that system where you, you get the display box and you take it to the register and they have them back there and they fucking... I don't know about display box. Toys R Us used to have the slips. This, yeah, that's not yeah, right. that, yeah, yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, I guess that, we did that at Best Buy as well with... When they were sort of cracking down on a lot of people, like stealing theft. shit, yeah. yeah, like Best Buy. They I put went the cages to get a, next uh, to them. Um, what's it called? The Elite controller? Is that what it is? Xbox One, yeah, fancy controller. Yeah, uh, I went to go get one, and it was a similar situation where you they didn't have them. You had to go bring the thing to the, the people, but they were still. I feel like I think it's just, never got it, it. it just it used to be everywhere. I feel like uh, not Best Buy. No, that's not right. I definitely, it, I mean, thinking about this, I, I think at EB Games, I remember when they started putting stuff out and you'd bring the thing up, they're like, oh, you don't have to bring this up here. Like, we mm, understand. We, just we tell know us what if, you yeah, want. Yeah. Just tell us what the fuck you need. Uh, that reminds me of in Austin one time years ago, it was when I finally decided I'm going to get a, a Vita. And Vince uh, Young scored the to, winning touchdown. To, uh, I went to GameStop and they didn't have it. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're, like, we're sold out. I'm like, are you sold out of the fucking Vita? Like, that doesn't even make sense. Then I, I went next door to Target, sold out, went to Best Buy, sold out. I was like, I really want this thing for my flight home. 
but what the fuck? And it was like during that time where the Vita was like just being phased out entirely. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was just shocked that I couldn't just buy one in couldn't stores. Couldn't walk in and buy it. Yeah, yeah, I was like, what the fuck is this shit? I still, I, I need to give away my Vita. I ha- I still have the Vita that was given to me by you and Gio Corsi before I even worked at, I don't even know if I worked at Rooster Teeth at that point. I know. I hadn't was even. PSX? It was at PSX. I hadn't yeah. even been hired uh, by Rooster Teeth at that point. Somebody had called me a coward and challenged me to bring the Vitas we had here to RTX for giveaways. And I was like, fine, I'll fucking do it. And I forgot about it till this Somebody very moment. So you just, you just reminded me that I could grab that box of Vitas. <laughs> and you'll forget again? No, 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 never. Here, I'll slack myself a note. I might. No, you know what? Oh. My, my buddy Caesar wanted mine. Because he likes, he, 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 wants it, he wants his JRPG Fucking machine. Mario Kart Caesar? Yeah, Mario Kart Caesar, yeah. Don't forget, man. He's Mario Kart 8 came out. He was really he's good fucking good, shit. yeah. yeah. Um, my Switch is doing a weird thing that I feel is common, where my left Joy-Con isn't fully staying in. Like, I don't need to hit the button for it to come out. You just, if you push a little bit, it'll pop out. Mm. I don't like that shit. I had a problem bit. with my, uh, my, I think my up button was sticky. And so on the home screen of the Switch... What'd you do to that up button? Yeah. It would just go... Tick, tick, and it would go up to your profile. Mm. And I'd knock him down. Tick, tick, and it would keep on doing that. Remember when... Uh, I just disconnected and put it back in. It was Game fine. controllers had that problem. Where it's like... When you oh, would turn the... The, the, the C-stick would always like... Oh, get, yeah. Get stuck. It wouldn't look like it. But you'd turn it on. And the GameCube's menu had that weird thing where you'd yeah. move the camera. And it would just be stuck up there. I hated it. <laughs> that thing was so unreliable, dude. Oh man! You think people are gonna? You think Colorware or all of these companies who are super custom about their shit are gonna customize new like the old game GameCube for the Switch? No, you didn't think that's gonna happen. I, I, I mean, so. you have to be super boutique to do it. Hmm. You know what I mean? I think Colorware even like they they'll their margins would be they'll too say small no on things. that. Yeah, they'll be they'll no say nullerware. As no in no cha- null cha- no chance no chance no. Oh N U L L. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good one. Cool. Cool, man. Uh, topic of the show time. Dots, dots, I want to talk about Game of the Year. Oh. Specifically, Game of the Year so far. In but August. more importantly, Game of the Year predictions going okay. forward for the rest of the year. Got Where it. do we think some of these games are going to net out? Let's start with so far. What's even in the conversation? Monster Obviously, God of, War, God of War, Celeste. God of War, Celeste. I feel like Hollow Knight is in that conversation. Sure, hold, yeah. on, hold on, I want to write this down. I need to write this down. I need write to be able to visualize it. Uh-huh. Um, Hold on. So my, I, I'm, I'm just giving the, giving the oh shit. What was that? Was that a dead rat that just it was fucking? This part of it just flew off. Oh, I forgot the sound effects already. Man, I miss playing Zelda. <laughs> totally did not like the DLC. I was really kind of bummed out by the DLC. Yeah, after looking Parts forward to it for so long. Game of the year 2018. 2018. G O T Y. Goaty. So yeah. I think Monster Hunter World's on there. Is anybody gonna argue? No, I didn't play enough to say. You play any? Do you? I mean, do you? Yeah, I didn't play at all. I didn't even touch that controller. Uh, do you really think that's up there though? Yeah. For the game of the year yeah. conversation. Yeah. In a year that we've had God of War. Well, I mean, what do you want me to vote right now? Because then I'll give you one pick, and that's the end of it. No, it's, I don't know. Fine, it's like, God of War. There you go. That's it. Done. Good mm-hmm. show, everybody. So Jared's not here today because we forget we fucked up t- scheduling, so there is no mobile gamer bullshit. Patreon. I think a game like Monster Hunter World, if that were to be included, a game that could even be on that list because it's similar, I think, in quality would be like Far Cry 5, where it's like not this unstoppable, incredible, fucking perfect 10 out of 10 game, but it's enjoyable and it was fun. And I think that if we're going to put Monster Hunter on the list, I think Far Cry 5 would be on the list, too. 
I disagree. I think Monster Hunter World was a way better game than Far Cry really? 5. Really? Yeah. And I'm not taking anything away from Far Cry 5. I think what you just described for Far Cry 5, yeah, it was. But I mean, Monster Hunter, it went, and I know it passed. You played, didn't Or did you play? Yeah. 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 And I know it passed you, Tim, by. It was a movement, right? Like, everyone was playing that and playing it for way longer than I think it, anyone anticipated. I played 130 hours of it. That was super weird. Like, and I, you know, I, I casually liked Monster Hunter before. It got Jen involved, right? Kevin was super into it. And then you're talking about people like, you know, a vampy bit me. What has like four million hours in it now? <laughs> Every time I see her oh play something up on Instagram, it's insane. Yeah. It's Capcom's best-selling game. Like it was this breakout hit that was awesome. And I think that, of course, we're eventually, I'm sure, going to wrestle with this of what is game of the year, not mm-hmm. what is game of the year. Like your pick, but what? What, what does that even how mean? How do we now? define game of the year? And kind of funny for 2018. And I feel like. For sure, I, Monster Hunter World would not be my pick. My pick's currently out of the games that have been released is God of War. Mm-hmm. Because I think God of War is the game of the year so far. Where yeah. it has all the pieces of a puzzle. Whereas I think Monster Hunter obviously doesn't have a story aspect to it. But it does have that water cooler, build your own wor- your own moments and your own gameplay things to it, right? And the gameplay itself was so addictive and was able to draw you in, me in. Not, I'm not going to speak for everybody. I think, that, mm-hmm. I think that speaks to it. Did Troy become human? Sure. Go on that list. You trying to rip? Oh. I was thinking about just ripping it out of the Sheikah slate because this is still kind of ridiculous. The whole no, keep it. I think it's good for the yeah. It's it's good for it's good the for what? What is good, it good for? Good for, good for, good for the gander, dude. <laughs> it's good for the geese, man. It's good right. for them damn geese. Yeah. Right, um, so hold on. We had said Monster Hunter. We said God of War. We said Celeste. Yeah. Obviously, I think Celeste. I agree. Hollow Knight isn't a, t- uh, isn't a title this year though. So it? that's what gets complicated. Is it? So it's like, a let's, Switch game. Let's even let's start that conversation now. What? Uh, I feel like. Hollow Knight is going to be considered by many publications as a 2018 game because it's on consoles for the first time. And mm, like, like, I'm sure that in, even in previous years, there's been games that have been awarded that that were already on Steam. In some Here's form. the argument we can just start already. What does game of the year mean to you, Tim Geddes? I feel like I, I disagree with myself on it because I, I feel like to me, game of the year is what is the game that is the talk of the year, is the thing that everyone's playing. Similar to what you said with the E3 game of the show. Uh, yes, exactly. Where E3 game of the show, I gave it to Cyberpunk right. because I was like, it is the talk of. As I always say when we argue about this on, or start these arguments on Games Daily, is the fact that, that yeah, that's what swung me, right? Well, I, I already lost the vote. Cyberpunk was going to be game of the show for E3 for kind of funny. But I was like, I just think Last of Us was a better game. And you're like, understood, but. What is the game everyone is talking about? What is the game, game of the of show? The and like, or, yeah, show. show. Yeah. And it is like, <laughs> oh, right, that's interesting. I think that game of the show is a little more of a willy-nilly award, right? It's mm-hmm. like, oh, whatever. We saw this. We didn't play it, or maybe we did play it, but this is what we think it is. Whereas game of the year, I do think, carries more weight to me personally and matters more in terms of like what that definition is and what we mean to it. But Yeah, with, for game of the year, I mean, I, I used that line of thinking in 2015, I want to say, when uh, I voted for Overwatch being game of the year because as much as I love Metal Gear Solid Five and a lot of issues and the story pissed me off and whatever, sure. but the gameplay, the loop, so fucking incredible, so fucking good that like personally that was my game of the year, but Overwatch was sure. the game sure. of the year. Like that kind of uh, maybe not invented a new genre, but it defined a genre for sure with the hero shooter and all that. And, you know, for, to see it now continue to to dominate the way it does. Like, I don't know. Like that was there. It's similar to cyberpunk where it's like that year, the conversation was owned by Overwatch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like the conversation was owned by PUBG last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And then I guess, well, 
this year's Fortnite. Exactly. <laughs> no, and this is something that's been a, a yeah. debate that's been raging on Kind of Funny Games Daily and in the comments, right? Is Fortnite eligible for Game of the Year? I don't think I don't think so. I don't. Let, think let's take a step back it. to last year, PUBG. Yeah, where it came out last year, even early access, right? Uh, yeah, eventually, remember at the very end in December, like mid December, the teens they were like, "Cool, we're pulling the early access thing. It is a game." But from start, from that game being playable from the public to that game being released fully to the public, that was all in 2017, correct? No. No. PUBG had gone into early access and was available to play on PC in 2016. Okay. I'm fairly certain. We need rules here, guys. See, because that's what I'm saying, because like, that would be the arguments against Fortnite, because... It's still early access. That, it, well, that game came out last year. Technically. Well, technically, it's in early access. It hasn't come out, period. Well, it's playable to people. And early access even being an option. It's such a... Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know how I feel about Hollow Knight being part of the conversation just because I like what if it you're saying because it's now available on consoles right mm -hmm. what if it had been out on Xbox last year but now it's PS4 and Switch that's different and you fucking know it <laughs> I don't think it is yeah dude Steam versus consoles it's definitely a, a different conversation I mean like PUBG sorry early access launched on March 23rd 2017 for the Windows version so it actually didn't have anything to do with 2016 it, it launched early access in March then it was a full release in December. Damn, it feels for like it's PUBG? been so long. Yeah, for PUBG. So yeah, so that, I can see an argument then for it being game of the year. But we ended up not giving it to that. But sure. like I can see the argument there, whereas with Fortnite, the conversation of the year, definitely, but even... Best ongoing even game. Even if you're arguing... Yeah, best ongoing game, sure. But if you're arguing even that early access counts for game of the year, the early access wasn't even this year. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, you're right, yeah. But then with, with Hollow Knight. But I mean, like, I, so I'm sorry. I was, yeah, you're right. I don't know if that, that I mean, depending on how you, we define game yeah. of the year, that could disqualify it, sure. But what if, if, so what if they remove the early access tag, though, this year? That doesn't count for you still? Because early access began for Fortnite. I mean, I don't last know. I'm, I'm just pointing out, like, the differences between these things. Like, yeah. I, I don't know that it necessarily matters. I mean, Fortnite, there's something holding me back from thinking Fortnite. Is going to be game of the year this year, and I think that God of War, notwithstanding, like I just like because last year we had Breath of the Wild, we had Mario sure. Odyssey. There was like other big games that right. were like in contention for it, but with Fortnite, I don't know. There's just something about like it, it was such a substantial game last year that I think holds yeah. it back from. I agree. Being game of the year this year, even if it's bigger than it was last year. Yeah, you know, Halo when Halo Two came out. Halo 2 only got bigger because more people were playing online, but it could have only got game of the year when it came out. Right. It's this ongoing debate of, you know, video games and video game critiquing and whatever you want to call this enthusiast press, right? How malleable are the rules and wh what do you stand by and what is the thing you don't change anymore, right? Like Fortnite, yeah, obviously, uh, it came out last year. And was big last year. It's only gotten bigger this year, sure. But I mean, on top of it is the idea of the simultaneous rocket launches and the things they have added, you know, from golf carts to shopping carts to all these other jazz in there, right? Like, the game is different that, and looks different and plays different than it did last year, right? When did Builder Pro get introduced? When did all that no. stuff happen? And I'm not saying that's enough right there, but it is this 
I don't know what the answer is. I, 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 you know, I'm raised on EGM and IGN, right? So for me, game of the year means this is the best game that came out this year. And, I th- but I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's right as we go forward and games continue to change, evolve, and sp- services continue to go on forever and ever and ever. If I don't think it's outrageous that somebody votes Fortnite game of the year this year. I think the com- the way to combat that is what best is, ongoing. is the best ongoing game category. Like at like we've seen with Rainbow Six Siege where when it came out you know it was thought to fail right and then it you know found a resurgence and now it's like one of the most played online games right now and I think that that category is special because you can celebrate and award games for continuing to be good you know um but yeah, I think I see Fortnite as the best ongoing game of the year. Yeah. But I don't, I, I don't think you can give it game of the year. Yeah, I mean, what's funny there is that, like, ironically, those categories are are lesser than. But those are the categories that are actually defined in a way that everybody does understand. Yeah, like nobody's going to be confused. Uh, I mean, I guess some of them get weird with like action game. Like, what exactly does that mean? But like, people understand best multiplayer game. People understand best narrative game. People understand ongoing. But when you talk about best, you are just comparing apples and oranges together with hammers and shovels, all of the things that are just fucking random. Yeah. Like, what is the, the the reasoning behind any of it? Like, what for Fortnite, what if it's broken up into seasons or whatever? Right. Is there an argument there? Of course there is. Yeah. I think you could say that Fortnite Season 5 is game of the year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's where it gets interesting and weird. Someone, this is similar to my prediction... Last year, two years ago, I don't know, whenever I, we argue about this, some reputable .com YouTube channel that people care about is going to give Fortnite Game of the Year this year. And this oh, this is my argument last year with PUBG, where I was like, PUBG's definitely going to win. And me and Andrew was like, no, it won't. And we listed 10 publications, and I know for at least two of them or whatever it won or whatever but it was. Do you, you, do you think they'll still do that, even though it didn't come out this year? Yes, 100%. Because I think this is going to be one of those things people like... I'm not saying they're doing it for headlines or doing it for whatever. They're doing it to test the waters of games aren't what they were before. And our old definitions don't define them in the same way. Genres are stupid. And you've seen so many of them fall away because game, everything has an RPG element in it now. So it can't be everything is an RPG, right? Like Mm -hmm. you've seen it get harder and harder and harder to pin down what a certain game is in terms of a genre. I think it's the same thing here. And I think that, as these games continue to dominate the landscape, as they continue to dominate it, it's just gonna, it, it'll be shocking now, and people will be like, as many people have been, I'm sure, in the comments of this video, and it, people are yelling in their cars right now at their kids, and their kids are like, I don't understand what you're saying, I'm a baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think there will be a lot of backlash to it, of like, that's impossible, it didn't come out this year, blah, 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 and the thing's just gonna be, it was the best game, it was our favorite game we played this year. Like, this is, 2018 in video games was defined by Fortnite. In your game of the show argument, it is the game of 2018. Mm-hmm. And if that's good, bad, or otherwise is up to everyone else to decide. But someone's going to sh- shake that, that totally do that this year of like, no, no, like we can't sit here and act like any other game made. And I'm, I'm obviously uh, pontificating a bit here as if I was one of them. And we can't sit here and, and act like any other game had as big of an impact on the fucking world as Fortnite did. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think it'll be game of the year. And I think it will be a thing of like, we understand this breaks the rules. We understand this breaks the mold in a lot of ways, but it's what we feel as publication X and or personalities Y. And we think that's Twinfinite, how it's going to be probably fucking God damn it. Twinfinite big yeah. money, Jared Petty, Twinfinite people. Hmm. But I think I do think it's, 
I think I do think it will happen in the same way. I think PUBG, or I, t- I predicted was correct that PUBG would win game of the year. I do think Fortnite's going to win game of you the year. You fucking got him, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't think they're wrong necessarily. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just like I feel like it's such a weird thing where when we were at IGN and we would vote on game of the year, Andy, you remember these meetings well. It yeah. was for me such a like solemn duty of like I want to get this right I want it to be I want I want to go you know where is the PC I need to go play game X on so I understand something of it like I wanted to make sure that when people looked back as they always do and like IGN game of the year 2018 20 you know 19 20 backwards yeah uh, to see what the game of that year is like what is the game because I think IGN's lineage and the way IGN puts out game of the year is like it's a time capsule and like I remember that year they did the um uh, video montage. I think Tyreek did it or whatever. Going through all the IGN game of the years to get to to announce the latest mm-hmm. one, the newest one. And it was like, wow, that's fucking cool, and yeah. that's rare air to be in, and that is like the biggest honor the biggest site can give, yeah. and it means that in this year, gaming didn't get better than this game. Mm-hmm. And I feel like an IGN would have a really hard time making the case for Fortnite to themselves and to the audience. But I feel like. Not that I'm saying we would, and a kind of funny wouldn't, right? Like, I, I struggle to think back, and I granted, I struggle to think back for all the IGN game of the years I was there, but like our game of the years, right? Like Metal Gear and Uncharted, Uncharted right? Like, I mean, like great things, but it's not like I think people are Googling that as much as they Google that. You know, yeah, well, definitely. Game, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think it comes down to like how, how traditional your company yeah, is, you exactly. know? Yeah, exactly. And that's a big part of it. I mean, I think the important thing is that each publication just has rules that it follows. Yeah. And I feel like our rules are we kind of talk it out and have that conversation so that the end result doesn't matter as much as the journey it, it sure. took to get there, right? Like sure. the conversation is the product. Uh, whereas with IGN, it, it definitely is that like, boom, here's what here it is. is yeah, 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 yeah. We want to reveal. The we talked about this on Games Daily a bit, but, you know, video game, like game of the year isn't one thing. Like there's not a, it's not like the Oscars where there is a definitive you know, best picture, right? Um, and the Game Awards is the closest we got to that. But with Game Awards, IGN, GameSpot, like all Kotaku, all these like prestigious places, yeah, get their own game of the year, and that allows people to put it on the box. And it's yep. this whole yep, thing, yep, yep. I, it's always interesting the range of games where, like earlier, I was like Monster Hunter World, like that's just not in that the same league as the, as the other things. But it's like, yeah, it's gonna win a bunch of Game of the Awards. A game of the year, year stuff yeah. didn't get have awards on the box, you know. Yeah. Um, like every year there's twenty game of the years. Sure. Um, that get it from multiple publications left and right. Going forward the rest of the year, is there anything that we think is actually gonna be in that conversation? Yeah, Red Dead. So we got Red Dead. Spider Man. Spider Man. Things gonna be in there. Mm-hmm. Where do you guys think Spider Man is going to to land? Metacritic wise? Yeah. I think it's gonna be like a, a an eight five to a nine. I don't think it's going to be this perfect game. I think yeah. I think people will see certain flaws in it. Whether you know whether I don't know what the flaws might be to them, but you know, in my experience, I I didn't love the combat in some moments. Um, but I think it's going to be around yeah, an eight five to nine. I don't see it going lower than an eight five. I, yeah, I think it'll be in the eights. Yeah, um, I'm hoping I, for a nine, man. I, you're going to get nines. You're yeah. definitely going to get nines. I'm just talking about Metacritic wise, right? Like I, I I'm going to be really fascinated to see if it. Just crushes the way we all hope it does. You know what I mean? Like I just don't. I don't think it's going to be bad in any in any part of its gameplay. Like I don't think this. I don't think 
like when we think about like game of the years or like these incredible games there's always one thing you can point to that wasn't as good except for god of war in my opinion but like in spider-man i don't think that there's gonna be like oh it was great but this was terrible like i think all of it across the board is either gonna be really good or fucking fantastic is there any chance it gets a 10 yeah i think so ign yeah you've played more than me you know what i mean and I mean, that's not you tipping your hat to I don't think so, but I think, I mean, a 10 from who? Like, I mean, people will give it 10s. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just don't big, know. Big players in the game. Not, like, people, everybody gives small something fries. a 10. Yeah. What I think is going to hurt it in a tens lot of... Tens of consequences. What I think will hurt it in a lot of different things is something I noticed early on before I got my hands on the sticks. It was that watching the demos of them bouncing around the construction site, fighting all the people, you know, using the web grenade, using the different things. It was cool and it looked good and I couldn't wait to play it. But rose colored glasses, it looks like if I was to think of what a Spider-Man game would look like, it looks like what a Spider-Man game would look like, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Right. I feel like it looks like the way I remember all the Spider-Man games I played before on PS3 to PS2 to PS1. Well, not PS1, but you know what I mean? Looking in terms of that being what the combat is. And so when you play it, which I've done in preview periods and stuff, obviously in hands-ons, it play, I feel plays really well, feels really great. I thought that was Spider-Man for a second. Uh, <laughs> uh, it does all these different things and it isn't, you can tell there's these updates, but, but I just feel, I don't know. I feel like the bar is going to, is already set so high for it. Everyone's already expecting it to be so good that you already start to worry or people going to come in and have lowered or uh, not meet those expectations of it. Mm-hmm. And so it really, for me comes down to, I think they got, I think the gameplay they've got down dead to rights, right? Um, we've talked about it before when we'll see a cutscene or something from the early stuff that we've seen. It's like, okay, cool. Mm, it's it, mm, like that didn't look great. Or like, it looks like there, there's a lot of empty space over there. Stuff like little, little things that I don't think are, Oh my God, that doesn't look like a Naughty Dog game so fucking tanky. I just think it's going to be a thing of you play it and it's like, maybe this is a really great eight game. Maybe this is a great game and it's a high eight, but it's not breaking through that level like God of War did this year, where Mm -hmm. for me at least, really got out there and changed stuff. But I hope that I'm wrong. When Andy told me all the stuff he told me and the thing that's up right now, the game's cast special, right? I was just like, yeah, I can't fucking wait to play this game. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're saying all the right things right now that make me want to get out there and just fucking get lost when I get this thing and swing around. Hmm. But I don't know how it'll shake out. Like, it'll be interesting to see if it can break through and do, you know, get out there. Because even think of it this way, like, Arkham Asylum, right, caught everyone so off guard. And I'm talking about me at my first preview of Arkham Asylum till even reviewing it, where when I reviewed it and I was like, guys, this game's a nine plus. And people are like, really? This fucking licensed Batman game? And it's like, no, 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 no. It's amazing. Da, da, da. Spider-Man doesn't have right now the benefit of surprise. Like everyone's mm. expecting this to be the Arkham for Spider-Man mm-hmm. where it's going to come out and fucking kill. So they have to. And I'm not saying that Insomniac's not up to it. Brian yeah. and the team and Bill and everybody at Marvel Games, amazing people. Full disclosure, I did the Holly panel. I think that they are up to the task. It's just a Herculean effort of like, cool, you've got to catch people off guard with the story. You've got to have them hooked there. The the gameplay's got to be going. You can't have the camera getting stuck in walls. Well, you do stay. You got to, like, yeah. all eyes are going to be on this in the same way I think all eyes were on uh, WB Montreal to fucking make Arkham Origins amazing. I mean, I think God of War faced the same type of thing, though. Everybody expected the last of us of God of War, and the thing was they, they just succeeded, and they gave it to us. You know what I mean? See, I think it was... I, I think that again worked to their benefit where I think oh it's, it's dad of war oh it's the last of us blah, blah blah when it really wasn't 
Don't get me wrong. Quality wise is what I meant. Not Quality wise, sure. But even then, I think you had a different thing where you were coming at an IP that people were burned out on. And not everybody, but a lot of people were burned out on it. Like, ugh, another God of War, right? And so we saw the early pre- previews. You're like, this is different. This doesn't look like that. You know what I mean? And like, this looks like, oh, I'm getting interested. You're saying the right things, but are you really going to deliver? Are you really going to make Kratos an interesting story, an interesting character? Mm-hmm. And then to get there, I'm like, holy shit, you so far, you went above and beyond and did it, right? Like, that's not how f- people feel about Spider Man right now. People love Spider Man. People are desperate for a great Spider Man game. Mm. And so, like, when it gets here, yeah, but has, you know, I think they're going to get right it. Away. Yeah, I just don't know what it can possibly do to blow away people's expectations. And, I, and it's blow away people's expectations on a grand scale, right? For it to be game of the year, it's got to break through boundaries. This is a game that, and don't get me wrong, I know, obviously, MCU and everything else, like comics and superheroes are bigger than ever. But there's definitely a ton of gamers out there in the in the press that are like, I just don't like superhero games. It's like, are they going to play it? Are they going to give it a shot? If it is, if they see it and like, oh, it is just Arkham with Spider-Man. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Red Dead Redemption 2. I can't fucking wait. Yeah, it's so close. Spider-Man's so close. That's the thing. Yeah, it's like, ridiculous. I wish I could just play it and have all We're the answers for you on this. Oh, my God. Mere weeks away on the show, we'll have all these answers where I can tell you if it's a game that you're contending yeah. or not. Soon. Uh, Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead 2. What is left to say about this game other than give it to me? Yeah. I feel like it's another one where... Are okay, you worried at all? Yeah, I'm very worried. Oh, sure. Like, I, I feel I'm so interested in the actual sales numbers and seeing what this game actually does compared to a Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Talking to Jared, like, he really believes it's going to be the, the second coming of Jesus. And I'm like, I just don't know that that name is nearly as big as Grand Theft Auto. And it's like, I know that people love the first one, but it's been a very long time. And I, the, I know the YouTube trailers do super well and get crazy numbers. And, like, there is a lot of excitement with the game. And it's going to kill. I understand it's going to kill. But can it live up to the first game story-wise? Is the online going to live up to the Grand Theft Auto online? And can it have the same type of legs? I'm not sure. I don't think the online will have anywhere near the legs that Grand Theft Auto does. Just because I... Did, I what can you do in a Western world? That that what can you do in a Western world? What can you do? In a <laughs> I I don't know. It's just the there are no jets. There's no fucking stunt races. There's comes to make a solid point. Grand yeah, Grand Theft Auto Online is super goofy, right? They do all sorts of stuff: werewolves and vampires and shit. Red Dead Sun, Undead Nightmare. Yeah, well, I know, but I'm, I'm, I'm saying online, like do whatever, whatever. I just I just I don't picture fucking helicopters chasing. Mm-hmm. In in Red Dead Redemption, I, I don't know what that what that I don't know what it looks like. You let's know? take it a step at a time, though. I feel like you're asking different questions mm-hmm. here. Can it be game of the year? That's the more important question, I think. I don't think sales numbers or how good the on or if online can be GTA Online is relevant to that. I think the online part is, but I mean, like GTA Five launched with no online, and then when it added it two weeks later, it was borked all fuck, and I never played it. And then Heist didn't come out for. Ever? I don't know. I remember <laughs> it being time. forever. I yeah. mean, I'm not even like, I want to say it might have even been more than a year before they got the heist in yeah. but that don't quote me on that. It was definitely months and months and months. Like, I don't think that hurt it. And that's also the thing is, like we've seen with Rainbow Six, with Grand Theft Auto Online, like, you can't count it out for a long time. Mm-hmm. Because at any point, they could do something with it. And they have such deep pockets. They could... And that's my thing. They is could that, delay this game again for a year and, like, try to perfect it even more. And that's... And yeah, don't put it past them that they might delay yeah. it again. Like... In terms of it hitting a date, its date though and actually coming out and doing its thing, like I have 
faith as well. Like, I'm, am I worried about it? Of course. I just, I don't like not knowing and I want this game to be amazing. And it could, it could say same thing of like, man, what if it just, what if the expectations are so high for it? It doesn't do that. It, it you know, it doesn't live up to them. The problem there is that every Rockstar game now has those expectations and they've shown time and time again that they are able to meet, if not exceed. Mm-hmm. And granted, that's in the eye of the beholder, right? I know people love or hate GTA 4. People, you know, GTA 5, I think, was pretty much universally loved, but I know armchair quarterbacks later on are like, it wasn't as good as people said it was going to be, and yada, yada, yada. None of that really matters. It matters in the moment. I enjoyed the shit out of it. Me too. I think that Red Dead 2 is going to land, and I think it's going to, yes, deliver. I think that they know what made Red Dead a success, and I think what's more exciting is that they know what made people not like Red Dead Redemption. I don't Mm. think we're going to have a Mexico moment in it where the story kind of dips and people drop off and fall out. It's it's very similar to me, honestly, with Spider-Man in terms of the same coin, where I feel like what will hold Spider-Man back from being a perfect 10, a game of the year, a universally, oh, this is a 9-5, we love this fucking game, is the fact that it's Insomniac's first Spider-Man game, which means they're going to make mistakes that I don't know what those mistakes are and I haven't seen them, but they're going to make mistakes whether it's how many side missions are, the downtime between this, waiting for this thing to pop. There's going to be something in there that people are like, I didn't like that part of it. I wish that Mm. didn't exist, especially in a giant open world game, right? Because even Arkham, I would say, Asylum, didn't really suffer from that kind of thing, but Arkham Asylum was, you're on an island in a building pretty much. Like, you know, it's Metroid and you're going to go back into it. I feel like, Red Dead is learned from its mistakes. People, Rockstar has the money to toss at this to make it good, to delay it as much as they want it to be delayed. To hire as many people. And I think it's, it's, it's similar into the Spider-Man situation of like, people are going to want to love it. And like, like seriously, what am I looking forward to right now as I think of Red Dead Redemption 2? I'm thinking of me on my horse riding up onto a ridge as the sun sets and it being beautiful and me hunting this thing and gathering these flowers and seeing my checklist of shit to do, right? In the same way, like, what do I think of for Spider-Man and, like, why I can't wait? I want to swing around and collect every goddamn collectible in that game and I want to get all the... I want to get the coolest suit immediately. Like, everything will be on... Once it's all exposed how to do this and how to get that, everything's on hold for me. Like, that is a game where... I definitely want to meet the review embargo that PlayStation 4 is definitely going to travel with me whenever we get it, but it is going to be a game that I refuse to rush where it is like, cool, I'm doing every fucking side piece before I ever move, before I have to do anything. And that's what I want from Red Dead. And it is that Red Dead understands the rock rockstar devs understand what that world is and what I want out of that. And I uh, think they're going to hit it almost, like almost, right? Yeah, almost Red Dead. I, I think what'll, what will catapult it towards a game of the year conversations is just like it, can it surprise me story-wise, and will the acting be you know on par with like an incredible movie? You know, mm. like, and I think that's that's what I look for. Like, I I'm a little bit more forgiving when it comes to gameplay or systems if I really really enjoy the story or the people involved. I'm a little bit more forgiving. Um, so like, again, I didn't I I didn't love the way The Last of Us played. I, I like. I didn't love the combat. I never looked forward to getting into combat, but the story and the acting was so fucking good that uh, I, it sort of made me not care that I didn't love the combat. Um, what are you? What are you done? I'm making notes to talk about games I want to talk about. Okay, stuff. cool. Um, but yeah, for Red Dead, uh, what do you think? I'm taking like a performance review of you. <laughs> Fuck, didn't like the Last of Us gameplay. Call Neil Druckmann. Yeah, cancel for, Andy Cortez. For uh, yeah, for Red Dead or for Spider Man, like if it if it has moments that 
really shock me or make me cry or make me emotional or blow my mind. Like I'm looking for stuff that kind of like Game of Thrones level style twists yeah. and things like that. I think because just playing Spider-Man for as much as I did, I know the gameplay is there. I think it's, people get that from just the demos. It's fun. Right? Like the they're stuff. that's already like an A plus S rank. Like don't even fucking worry about that portion of the game. Um, but can it deliver with story and acting um, and shit to kind of like holy shit? Did you? Oh my! I would have never where believed. Like, where are you at the story? Yes, right like oh that's my god! The wait till you do this next like, thing. And, wait and, to see this fight. And that's why, like you know, as imperfect as Bioshock Infinite was, getting to the ending is what like fucking catapult to that game for me because it's like this is such a this is such a Christopher Nolan type moment in in a video game that I love to see in games that are like you know obviously Christopher Nolan's movies are you know you can't really reach that level but seeing that sort of things in games kind of blows me away yeah do you think there's any chance that Red Dead beats out God of War for you guys yeah hmm. I mean I, I don't think I mean I'm not saying it will but is yeah. there a chance sure like, you know what I mean? It's the same thing we're talking about. Of just like, they know what they're doing. You know what I mean? And they know how to step up and meet those expectations. Sure, they could fail. They could miss the mark. It could be a million different things. But I don't foresee that happening. If it is just, a, I, like, I, I'm excited for Red Dead in the same way I'm excited for Spidey. If I just want to exist in that world. You know what I mean? I just want to live there and see what it's like and walk through the towns. And, you know, they. it's been so long since we've had a Red Dead it's been so long since we've had a great Western game. It's riding not on the coattails of, but it is in the same movement of Westworld and all this stuff where people are watching that, getting them hyped yeah. for that. You know, like, yeah, I think if you get in there and the sto story's fucking great and the gameplay's fucking great and the world's interesting to explore. Right? Did you ever play Red Dead Redemption? Mm -hmm. Like, fucking the stranger. I'm like, what is he talking about? Wait, what's going on? Like, you know, John's story in general, that ending, the epilogue, the... There's so many great moments in Red Dead, and there's the one of me shooting that old man, right? Yeah. That I always talk about as like one of my defining, like, holy shit, video games. Like, I just want another holy shit video games moment in yeah. that or Spider Man or wherever. Yeah. Uh, the big Nintendo game this year, Super Smash, Smash Brothers Ultimate. You know, I, Smash Bros. Wii U was my game of the year that year that it came out. I forgot what it was, 2013, I want to say. Um, maybe it was 2014. No, it was 2014. It was the year before we left IGN. Um, and I thought that game did, did so much right, and it was just there was so much content in it. I don't know that this one can do. I mean, definitely, I don't think it can beat God of War for me personally, even yeah. though Smash is my favorite franchise. I don't know what it could add that would give it that like oomph that's not just hell. This might be the perfect version of this game. That's the thing I feel, and, like, and I'm not taking away from it. I know it's not a poor. I know all these different things. I think that game's gonna come out, and everybody's gonna love it, and it'll get a lot of respectful nods of you're on the top five for game of the year, but I don't think it's going to win game of the year because I just think it is. Holy shit. It's the perfect smash. What it's can everything we've wanted. You. It's what we've all wanted. Yeah. From I think it. it'll be uh, on the top of a lot of the switch game of the year list, but in terms of game of the year overall, I, I think it's doubtful. The one thing that they can do is add a lot of killer single player content to the game. Sure. And I'm not talking about subspace emissary, like story mode stuff. Like I don't need that. But like classic mode, if there's an adventure mode, like the event modes, like I want there to be a lot of content that is fun to play through as multiple characters in the single player that feels worthwhile and not just like tacked on stuff. I feel like even Smash Wii U had a lot of just tacked on modes because they're like, just more, more, more. And it's like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. it's not good. Don't do the more, do the right. The, the world tour thing they had, that fucking sucked. Um, Smash Run on 3DS felt super half-baked and was 
kind of fun, but like it should have been much better. Well, Smash Run, I don't remember that. Smash Run is like it was like a five minute. Uh, it was the single player mode in uh, the 3DS game yeah. where you're in this giant maze that is semi inspired by some of the video games in Nintendo, but otherwise it's just generic Smash bullshit. Um, and you go through this maze collecting a bunch of power ups and items. And then at the end of the five minutes, you have to face off and fight a bunch of people, and like your your character's powered up, like it's like RPG elements kind mm. of to Smash, and it's They're like everywhere. some of it's cool, but it's like that's that's not what Smash is about. So why are you adding all this this shit that's not fleshed out? Yeah, um, I feel like the the challenge they have is like how to how to keep this fresh. Mm-hmm. And I, I know it's going to be fresh enough for uh, like huge Smash fans because they're just getting the thing that they want. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I wonder what sort of things they could add. Let's workshop right now, Tim. Well, I hope they're like, listening to us right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I really do too. Mm-hmm. I, I, Fuck, I we gotta get working on this game. I think <laughs> it's a, a keep it simple type situation. You look back to Melee, like they had classic mode, which is just go through arcade mode, right? Yeah. Um, but they the levels were themed and they were always the same, no matter what character you you played. Like you knew the order you were going to face uh, the different uh, opponents, and I feel like that. There was thought behind it, whereas in the later games, it was kind of just like a mishmash, random stuff. Of Now you're fighting. It's eight-player smash. Now you're doing all. It's like, oh, man, this is like getting away from the core of what this should be. But they added a lot of great things like break the targets and board the platforms and like these modes where every single character had um, challenges that were smartly designed around that character. Once Brawl happened, um, all the break the targets and... Board the platforms. Board the platforms wasn't even in, but break the targets was. There was five different break the targets that were the same for every character, and that sucks. Yeah, you know, it's it just feels like more, not better. Right. Um, and I am a little concerned. I think that the single player content in this game. I think they're just going to bring back the world tour shit from or Smash Tour from Wii U, and I think they're going to bring back Smash Run. And I don't think either are going to be very good. But if I'm wrong, that could be the thing that at least gets it higher in the conversation for me. Hmm. Is there anything we're missing? Yeah, a whole bunch of stuff that I don't know. Per- I'm not going to say if I personally think it deserves on the list, but I'm sure people are shouting it out. You all can take your shots. Uh, you mentioned Detroit. We didn't put it on the actual list. Do you think Detroit, Tim, deserves to be in the running for Game of the Year? I think it'll be in the list. I, I think it'll I be don't. in the discussion. I think, it'll but... be in the, I think it'll be in a wide discussion, but I think as you start narrowing it down to like, here's the top five games, I think it falls out. Really? Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm not even saying me personally, right? Like we're doing more like hypothesizing, uh, pitching right now in terms of like what we think is going to happen for everyone, right? With the game of the year, I'm still only like three hours into Detroit. Oh, really? And yeah, and I, I love it. Yeah, I'm no, no, it's a, great game. A really good time with it. Uh, and I feel like it, it's a very high quality game. Yeah. Like, and I think that it just kind of came out at a time that it felt like it kind of looked over. Um, but I feel like the people that enjoyed it are going to be really ride or die for it. Yeah. So I, I do think it's going to be in the conversation. I think like I think it, there. it's such a high level of quality that it, it is hard to look to look past when having these sort of discussions. Sure. Uh, similar to like Until Dawn. Like I thought Until Dawn was great, uh, but I think because of how good it looked and because of all the different sort of outcomes sure. that that sort of elevates it over, you know, a yeah. game that maybe doesn't is is lacking in those uh, in those categories, you tossed out Far Cry earlier. I, I poo pooed that, but I'm I mean it's possible, I guess. I don't, but I'm like right now it's like a top ten list, I guess. Right? We have mm-hmm. eight games here. We've said Monster Hunter World, God of War, Celeste, Fortnite. Well, Fortnite's got a question mark. Probably won't be there. But I am saying somebody will give it away. I mean, I, I think it's in the conversation for sure. Red Dead Redemption, Spidey, Smash, Detroit. I think that 
Octopath Traveler will definitely be in the Switch game category. Yeah. Does it transcend to game of the year category? That's my thing. Is like I, I'm enjoying the fuck out of this game. I love this game. Like I love so much about it. I don't think it's game of the year. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a really fucking awesome game, but I don't think it like pushes the boundaries of what gaming is. And it's just a cool throwback art JRPG and maybe a, for me now at a detriment if I have to go far, uh, grind a lot more than I thought I would. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I think it'll be on people's list, but I don't think it'll get the overall nods. Are, are we missing anything that's not out yet? Yes. Well, maybe depends on what you think, right? I think this is an interesting one. Stick with me. I think Assassin's Creed Odyssey is mm-hmm. interesting because Origins, of course, people really dug. And it didn't click for everybody. It didn't click for me. But I, like Andrea was like going to bat for that game. And so I think we're in a very interesting spot where a lot of people, I think, slept on Origins but heard it was great and understood it was great. But then, of course, the Odyssey gets announced before we're even there. And then it's, so it's like, oh, well, it's more of what Origins combat was. Maybe I'll give this one a shot. Plus, we're going to drop in for the first time ever. Uh, choose your own protagonist. Plus, we're dropping in for the first time ever. Conversation trees actually influence the thing and make the character your own. Like, I think that's really going to sing for a lot of people. I don't know if it'll end yeah. up making it on the short list, but I would say, like, I think Assassin's Creed Odyssey has a better shot at, right now, only, you know, fucking doing a little bit of preview, has a better shot than Far Cry 5 of being on there. I think it has a better shot than Detroit, honestly, based on that. Mm. Just because I think people are going to be, I think Detroit, which I enjoyed, Platinum, don't get me wrong. I think Detroit was, oh, yeah, this is what I expected from David Cage and mm-hmm. from Quantic Dream. Whereas, like, if Assassin's Creed is like, oh, wow, they actually did something different with this fucking franchise everyone is either burned out on or didn't care or played the last one and thought it was cool and they were going somewhere interesting with it. What month is that slated for? That's uh, coming up October. It's before uh, Red Dead. Hmm. Hmm. Red Dead's the end of October, right? So this October is like 26th. up in... Well, I have it open here. I guess I could find it. But it's that that must put Assassin's Creed at like the 11th or whatever. Somewhere in there. Fucking video games, man. It's crazy. We're here. They're coming out fast, right? Uh, I put on there. I know nothing about it and I don't know. But uh, so for this conversation we're having of like what could be there, right? Sea of Thieves? No. No? No. Do you think? No, I mean, I'd never tried it, but, but I know people are all up on it. The people who are hardcore for that game. October 5th for Assassin's Creed. Will die for it. Yeah. I feel like they're few and far between. And I think Sea of Thieves could easily be one of those that next year, all of a sudden, there's all this content and it turns out there's this huge fucking community that we're all like, Best oh, ongoing game. Exactly, right? Um, I was going to say Fallout 76. Don't know anything about oh, it. interesting. I, don't, I, I still don't think Damn, it looks like it's for year. me, but... If it comes out and it is a fucking multiplayer Fallout and everybody's fucking crazy about it, okay, yeah. that could actually do something, right? Uh, another conversation similar to Fortnite, right? What about this No Man's Sky next? Mm. It's a sure it's a patch for PC and PS4. It's a brand new yeah. game for Xbox One. Maybe it's the best man. ongoing thing again too, but it gets interesting in terms of maybe there's an argument for it somewhere there. I'm going to be interested in seeing if No Man's Sky next is talked about in two months. Sure. Even. Like, yeah. I know everyone's loving it right now, but it, it does kind of feel like a, a thing of the, like a flash in the pan, like thing of the moment type sure. situation. Uh, and then just for things, I mean, like I don't, I wish him the best. I love the last two. I'm excited to see what this one is. Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Mm. I don't think it'll be game of the year. Mm. I don't think it'll be in the conversation, but you never know. Yeah. Uh, and then I put Overcooked 2 on there because Overcooked, <laughs> Overcooked <laughs> is dope. All right. Sorry. I mean, I'm feeling good. It didn't get another your, didn't another get great bomber. year for video games. Yeah. And we're not even... Well, I guess we're halfway through yeah. now. We got a couple months. We are, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We got a couple months and a lot of great There's fucking shit to play. LinkedIn, it was fucking August suddenly. Nuts, Can you believe it? Bullshit, so, dude. So damn crazy. I'm um, going to talk to somebody about it. Dude, I don't know who. I don't know who, man. Someone good. Yeah. I want to get to the post show. I want to talk to the chat. Greg. You want to get in there and actually yeah. see what's going on with I feel them? like we'll have a good time with them, answer some questions. 
and he's going to sing them a little song. I don't know what song it is. Oh, it's a long shot. It's a long shot. It's not going to be that one. We'll probably do a different one. Hey, wait, Thanks. hold on. I, I'm looking at the chat because I thought it'd be cool to have here or whatever. Yeah. I, especially for this, we're like, what are we leaving off the conversation? Good call. Uh, full disclosure, I'll take nothing on this. My wife works on the marketing for it. Uh, the Messenger, Feminist Nerds, shout, shout out. Be, it's not going to be Game of the Year, but like, I mean, I, from I, what I played, it's cool. Maybe, yeah, but maybe, I mean, looking at Celeste, I don't know if I would have just looking at Celeste been like, oh, that could be in the running for Game of the Year. You play it, it's something super special. Messenger, I, yeah, everybody I, who plays I, Messenger loves it. I only played about a half hour of it, and I did fucking love it, yeah. but I just can't imagine yeah, I mean, getting to the level of Celeste. I love multiplayer Mario Tennis, but I don't... Sure. I'm not trying to... Hey, uh, hey I'm just giving the information I got here. Uh, and then um, a couple of people call that Hitman 2. Interesting. Hitman, Hitman did have you know a, a fucking hard-ass core following. Hitman 2 is going to be one of those you know, shadow hits, because shadow it, did, it did have the following, and also I feel... The episodic stuff turned a lot of people off to it because it didn't feel like a real game. So I think it being a, a proper title could interest a lot more people. We'll see. We'll see about that. We too. will see everybody. Until next time, Andy, eat this pen. Eat that pen. Oh, don't do Until it. Until next Andy. time, I love you. Thank you. We're doing the potion now. Catch it on patreon.com slash kind of funny games. That shit.